It's like a dream of mine to tear to sure. completely blow out and like have to restructure my knee. We've communicated yeah. and said, you know what? Lion tastes good. Let's go get some more lion. Cindy! The TV's leaking! McLovin? Yeah. Today is Thomas Cup's birthday, and this is Project X. Yo. Oh, God, it always does this. It always does this, where I think I'm stopping the music. Okay, I stopped it. Oh, God. All right, well, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Birdcore. As always, I'm your host, Sam Birdcore. And also, as always, I'm joined by my producer and my lovely friend, Kit Corsini. Kit, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited for this episode. Really? Yeah. I hope so. I'm excited for this episode, too. It's going to be a good one. It is. And that's because we have a lovely guest today, um, one that I have anticipated essentially since the season started. Um, and I I got out for coffee with with this guest. And I said, hey, I'm, I'm doing a podcast. I would love to have you on as a guest. And without hesitation, she, she said, absolutely. So who is she, you ask? Well, she is an award-winning Canadian actress. She has amassed an audience of over a million followers on TikTok. She's one of the faces of UGG Canada. She was in the Jonas Brothers documentary. <laughs> <laughs> and she might be Hozier's biggest fan. You've seen her on TikTok, you've seen her on the big screen, and get used to seeing her face and remember the name because she is on her rise to stardom. Ladies and gentlemen, somebody I am very lucky to call my friend, Paige Evans. Thank you, Sam. Hi, Hi thanks Paige. for having me. No problem. Thank you for being here. Is that a ladybug? A ladybug. Whoa, that's crazy. On your hand. On my hand. Are you giving it to me? Yeah. Okay, I'll get it. Wow. That's good luck. I hate ladybugs. Why it do is you good hate luck. Ladybugs? I don't know. There's something about them that doesn't do it for me. They often pee on you. Well, I'm hoping that's not the case now. <laughs> I can't feel it though. That's crazy. I know. Oh my god. They're just two little legs. It was just on You were saying? They just have little legs. Yeah, I know. You can't feel it. It was just on the desk? Just chilling on the desk. That's crazy. When I was fourteen, I think, there were like two ladybugs on my ceiling. And I was having no part of it, and I went and I slept in my mom's room. No. I was 14 years old. Just because of Ladybug. Just because of Ladybug. I I always say that, my mom and I always say that, eventually, I'm going to let the little <laughs> fella down. My mom and I always say that, you know, one day later on in life, um, you know, when I'm older and my mom has, you know, passed on kind of thing, any Ladybug that I see in my life, it'll be her coming into my life. That'll like That'll be her going to give me a reminder she's around. That's so if there's sweet. a ladybug that comes along. That's sweet. Yeah. Well, maybe that's your mom saying hey. Yeah, she might be saying what's going on. What's going on? Yeah. I hope the audio levels are okay. Kit, do you hear us in the headphones? Do you hear me in your headphones? I do. Do you hear me? I don't hear anybody in my headphones. Really? Oh, yeah, but that's because I had it turned down. Now we can hear everything. There we go. Oh, my God. Hey! It's so nice to hear everybody's voice. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, that's amazing. Well, Paige, thank you for being here. How are you? Of course. I'm really good. How are you? Yeah, I'm yeah. good. You were traveling. I was traveling. I was, I, yeah, I guess a little, in a little Miami. Bit. Yeah, I was in Miami back yeah. in October. Yeah. yeah. I went to Miami for a football game with my dad. Did they win? Oh, no. God, oh. no. No, no, no. No, they lost. Um, it's pretty bad, actually. It was like, a, it was a blowout loss. But I expected it. Are they just bad? Yeah, they're just a bad team. The New York Giants. That's my team. Why do you like them if they're bad? I'm a third generation fan. I have no choice. Oh. 
You're born I, into it. Yeah. I do have a choice, though, actually. When I was younger, I used to be a fan of their their rivals, so the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, yeehaw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then very quickly, uh, I was like, why am I doing this? Like, my dad's a Giants fan. My grandfather was a Giants fan. I should be a Giants fan, too. Were they once good? Yeah, they... Uh, they won like the Super Bowl twice when I was alive in 2007, 2011, and then twice like earlier on. So they they have been good, but now now they're bad. There's a team in the league now, the Detroit Lions, that uh, have their best record for the first time since JFK was president. So they were bad. Now they're good. But that's like, can you imagine being so bad for so long? Like imagine you're a yeah. big fan of of a team and they're just. They're terrible. Like if your favorite volleyball team. I don't know yeah. volleyball really, but there, are there volleyball leagues? Uh, mostly school, like just like oh, yeah. university and and whatever. But there's not. You can't really go and just watch a volleyball game. But my dad tapes all of them, so whenever I go home, we watch a lot of volleyball. Oh really? Yeah. You guys have a good volleyball team here. Yeah. Do, I do. you watch? I don't. I you haven't. should. It's so good. Really. It's so entertaining. I've seen some basketball games, but not volleyball. Uh, put basketball to shame. Okay, really. Yeah. But I feel like it's it's I feel like it hurts because you gotta like go down like on your knees on the on like the court like that would kill. Knee pads. Yeah, I guess so. You get hip like for your your hip bones. Yeah. Whenever you you slide down, you'll get like burns from the floor on oh. your hips. Yeah, but it's worth it. Yeah. Because then you can like pancake it, which is you put it you put your hand on your ground, you slide, and then the ball hits off the top of your hand and then it pops up so it's like when someone does it it's sick that's a pretty cool it's sick it's better than baseball (laughs) (laughs) that is literally insane (laughs) we got a pitcher on our hands yeah yeah he's a lefty pitcher too which is very rare among pitchers from from what i understand i don't know baseball that well i played for two years with my friends a lefty pitcher i was a a a bat catcher when i was maybe four or five years old Oh really? Yeah, I played on a little boys team. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. Four or five years old. Yeah, I was I, I was a baby. Wow. I feel like bats are too heavy at that point for kids to even hold. T ball. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. But I did it just because my brother did it, and I want to be like him. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, he's fine. That's good. My brother doesn't play any sports. He likes to play video games. There we go. Shut up, brothers. <laughs> Shut up, brother. <laughs> so, Paige, I remember. I first knew who you were. It probably would have been, I think, two years ago or maybe three, like during COVID. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've I've known who you are for Why'd a while. Why'd you never tell me this? Well, because well, the reason is because you were like famous on TikTok, and I was like, okay, this is a famous TikTok person, and I'll probably never end up being friends with them and having them on my podcast. Here we are. But um, no, but I I absolutely like recognized your your face because there was one video you posted. That went. Do you know what I'm about to say? Mm-hmm. It was. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to flirt mm-hmm. with. It. Yeah, you don't gotta say it. I know. <laughs> but that's the one. I, I know. I know. That is when I first started like seeing you, like kind of blow up. Is that the the video that? Yeah. That kind of helped with your rise to. Uh, yeah. To fame. Yeah. Um, it was just like a random video I had in my drafts, and I posted it on like, in the beginning of COVID. I was with my parents, and I just posted, it and I woke up, and it was like a million views when I woke up and I'm like, what the heck? I'm like this video, like it was so random. And then just it, a bunch of people just started creating and like doing duets with it. And then like Papa John came in, Papa John did a photo, got me in. I was in daily mail cause of Papa John. Wow. Daily mail. It was like, 
54-year-old Papa John flirts with 22-year-old actress Paige Evans. I'm like, holy. Oh, my God. I was having, like, celebrities DM me for the first time, and I was like, it was it was a new thing, and it blew up, and now it's at, like, I don't know, like, 25 million or something. That's wild. Talk about uh, no. overnight... Uh, Ugh. Overnight, what, what's, what's the term? Yeah, yeah, overnight, famous overnight, overnight success. Overnight success, yeah. I, I don't know. It's so weird. Like social media and acting for me are just I don't know. They're different worlds, but yeah, yeah. That, that's mostly what people be like. Oh, you're the TikTok girl, and then they'll just know me from that. And it's like, a, it's just I've heard it so many times yeah. the audio that every time I see it, I'm just like, a, and I'm like a baby in it. I'm like COVID, so yeah. Well, you say at 22, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you don't you don't want to be the TikTok no, girl, no, right? No, no. You have bigger aspirations mm-hmm. than that. Mm-hmm. I was listening to um, the podcast that you did, um, uh, the name of it, Creator mm-hmm. Culture, mm-hmm. and there was a particular clip that uh, stuck out to me, and I know that you posted this clip as well, and you were talking about how um, when you started acting, you did it kind of in the hopes of someone coming across to me like, oh my God, this person, this is a Canadian person who is being like this big on social media and this big at acting, it's very important for you that Canadian aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why, like, I know you're so proud of being, you want to like uplift Canadian acting mm-hmm. and you want to be able to put that on a pedestal. Totally. Okay. For me, I'm just tired of all of the actors moving to go somewhere else for film. Like I just want film to come here and cast Canadian actors. And like even with theater too, with plays, I went to a play yesterday and I looked at the playbill and everybody was American. And I'm like, if it's coming to Toronto, if it's coming to Canada, I want to see Canadian actors up there. I want to see people that I know up there. I want to like, you know, we don't have to continue to cast American and come here and film like we're so good. Mm-hmm. We're so good. And we always just look get looked down upon. And I don't know, but I think we're underdogs. But I, I just want film to come here and cast like good Canadian talent. It gets me so frustrated. Like you don't got to cast in America. You don't have to. And then bring everybody here when we have a bunch of people here that are like they're trained. They're ready to go, which is also kind of frustrating, too, because. A lot of people sometimes that they get opportunities and they're not trained and then the trained actors are like sitting and watching these people get opportunities that you know you didn't train for and it's so it's it's obviously like you got success like crushing it but it's hard when you put in like all the hours and then someone just gets like a role that you would have wanted yeah Yeah. does it does it happen to you or have you found yourself in that situation Mm mm-hmm yeah uh there's not much that you can do about it like People, people are going to watch it if you have numbers. So, but people are going to know you from being on social media, which is why it's like such a fine line for me. Like social media and acting, I don't want to be too vocal on topics that are like I shouldn't be vocal about because I still want to, I'm still like an actor, you know, like I still want to get cast. So I have to watch my mouth, but I still have to stand up for all my Canadians. And I'm trying to be a voice for people that are like scared to use their voice and be like, why are we not casting Canadians in Canada? for acting like everyone thinks this but everyone's too scared to say anything because we're working actors like we don't know what our next job is yeah yeah. you don't want to kind of jeopardize the possibility no do you find is there a side of you that you would like to post on social media that you're holding back because of that no i think i'm starting to be more vocal about it and ever since i did like that the people have responded beautifully to it like a lot of a lot of canadians are like 
thank you for saying something and i'm like yeah this is why i'm doing it but then at the same time i'm also like i've said it once like i i, I shouldn't, I shouldn't <laughs> continue like, sam it. can you ask a different question please i'm like anyway so baseball <laughs> my favorite movies <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's funny okay so i won't give you the hard-hitting questions then that you can give me the hard-hitting questions no, no, no i mean one hard-hitting question i have here is um do, do you say cabin or cottage <laughs> <laughs> I say cottage. Okay, yeah. Kit and I were talking about it on the walk here. We were like because his friends his friend that's also that's the hardest hitting hardest hitting question I have for the show. I love that. That's funny. Kit was saying his friends from out west in BC say cabin. But like I f- and then we said cabin is like the kind of thing that you have to go trekking far into the woods to get to. Mm-hmm. Cabin you're gonna die. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Cabin, you're in the middle of the woods, and you go die today. Cottage is more like entertaining friends. Yeah, a good pine tree. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah, go swim in the lake. Yeah. Cabin is who is that outside? Yeah. Have you ever seen Hush? Uh, no. I feel like every time you ask me, "Have you seen this movie?" I say, "No." <laughs> no. Hush. I've seen Don't Breathe, but I feel like oh, that's probably no. not the same. Have you seen that one? I haven't. Oh, is she? something no it's uh it's a guy who's blind and these people break into his house oh and then he ends up like yeah he he ends up uh i guess kind of like kidnapping them okay so hush is similar yeah hush is she's deaf she's deaf and, and there's there's a guy who wants to kill her outside and he's like banging on her and she can't hear anything so he's trying to he's trying to get in and then she figures out that he's trying to get in but you can't hear anything so it's, it plays with sound like it's quiet all around you so it stresses you out oh wow yeah that must have uh done pretty well in the uh when the awards were for for sound like, it must yeah it must have been like I, i've seen have you seen the sound of metal the drummer who's deaf i started it didn't finish it it's the same thing in terms of the sound like the sound editing is unbelievable yes it's he's in the band and then he loses or he goes to the doctor and he's like you he's like i lost my hearing but i'm in a band yeah yeah and then it's his perspective it's it's a good movie i would recommend uh finishing it yeah um his acting was great i remember that yeah it was very good he was nominated for uh for best for best actor that year as he should yeah and i don't know his name i know but you know who we're talking about i know exactly who you're talking about yeah thank you i wonder where he is now he's somewhere I've seen him in other stuff. Good. He's successful. Yeah, I hope so. We're rooting for him. Let's Amen, put it brother. that way, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of successful, I I when I met you, it was at TIFF. Mm-hmm. This that was your first TIFF premiere. It was. Was well, it not? TIFF and then when I met you, it was like the last Yeah. 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 But the year prior when something you said last night was premiering at TIFF, that was your Yeah, my was, big thing. Have you seen it yet? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. I knew you were going to ask me that, and I knew I was going to be like, Sam. Shit. No, I know, I know. But it's on my list. I have my list on my phone. Sam. Of all this. I know. People are like, wow, this guy didn't do his research. He didn't even watch our movie. Yeah. How many times did I text you saying, have you done your research? Or are you going to ask good questions? Uh, <laughs> I think three times. And that's what, like, this, usually I, I'm not nervous before doing these, but today I was telling Kit, I was like, I'm nervous for this one today. Like this is, this was the most nerve-wracking episode for me. Um, a, I think because I have so much respect for you, and I wanted to make sure that I was respecting your time wisely. And B, 
is because you were texting me going like make sure you have all the good questions ready and i was like oh my god okay so i was like sitting on the coach do my research oh, i'm happy that i made you a little bit nervous that yeah makes me excited thank you yeah not many people make me nervous so thank you so you haven't seen the film <laughs> no <laughs> that's okay i want to watch the film i've told you i, I I've, I've told you i'll watch i'll watch the film I believe when I see it, Sam. Yeah, that's fair. I'll send you like a selfie of me on the couch watching the film. I would love to see it. Yeah, I'd you know what? I'll watch the film tonight. I'll put it on the record. I'll watch it tonight. I believe when I see it. Okay, I don't fair. Get my hopes up. Fair, fair, fair. I have yeah. to write. I have to finish one paper tonight, and then it'll be the next thing I do. Okay. And I'll make sure producer Kit holds me accountable. Kit, you got to watch it too. What's it about? <laughs> <laughs> It's um, it's about this family that goes on vacation, and you're like a fly on the wall in the in the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a beautiful cottage. It's a beautiful story about a family, and um, yeah, that's just that's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Yeah, you gotta good. watch it. I heard that there's some good acting in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. but Tiff was crazy. Yeah. So take me through experiencing Tiff as an actor. Yeah, dude. Um. Luis, our director, called for the very first time in, like, August, I think, and and she was like, we're going to TIFF, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, TIFF, TIFF, yeah, like, that's, t- it's, it's crazy. A, it's a big it's deal. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I started, like, getting the outfits, because t- you got you to gotta look fine on the carpet for Absolutely. TIFF, like, fine. Yeah. So um, they gave me, like, a month to prepare, and I got my outfits, and I did, like, three days of press i got to do press sam yeah. sick like i got to i got to get my hair and makeup done at elevation yeah and i looked hot like just know i looked so good i was wearing this pink pantsuit and i had my hair and makeup done i had fake eyelashes on Ooh. and i went to <laughs> e-talk and i strut into e-talk and i just i felt i felt powerful and i felt like every it was right like i felt like it was very it's where i'm supposed to be you know yeah um, and I saw, so yeah, I did multiple days of press without even seeing the film. Never saw the film. Oh, really? So I didn't really know what I was talking about. I, I knew that I was just, I was telling about my experience of being on set, which is amazing. It's what got me into the union. Yeah. And this is the first time that I've really read a story that I was like really intrigued by. And the writing was so special because there's a lot, there's a lot of fluff, you know, and this has heart and you could tell like just from just from reading it i was like i just wanted to work on it so the fact that i booked it i did like five auditions for it and i found out i booked it when i was on my first movie set and i had a terrible day and i found out that i got it and i was like oh man no better feeling than getting that call made the day a bit better yeah when you say five auditions like Mm -hmm. a five-step process Mm -hmm. so i got the i got the initial audition and then the casting director came back and said, we love this, but we, uh, they said, uh, we want you to play the character um, a little bit more mean. And I was like, okay, I can do that. I can do a little mean. So then I changed my self-tape, brought it back to her. And then I had a callback with um, the, the casting director and the director. And then I had a meeting with just the director. And then I had a chemistry read with uh, Ramona, who plays my mom, and Carmen, who plays my sister, and the casting director and Luis and you know all the other all the other people. So yeah. And then from the from the chemistry read, I booked it. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And how many people? So like, 
it's such a competitive world, right? Inter- acting. And I say that not based off experience, but based off of what I've heard. And when you do these chemistry reads, that's technically that's that's step five, right? That would be the last of, or that's like one of the last steps yeah, before last knowing. Steps. So there are, there are also other actors who are, who also have that chemistry read, correct? Because you're not the only one yeah. who's like, you know, in talks for getting the role. Have you been on the other side of it where you make it all the way there and you're like, okay, we did the chemistry read now, like, but then not gotten it? I haven't. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then. Uh, but oh, um, I, I would need to take a second because I'm so fragile. So that would that would hurt me. Yeah. I've, got, I've gotten close. Like, I've gotten, I've wanted things so badly and then I get a call back for it and I'm like pumped. And then you don't hear anything. And it's like, oof, that hurts. How do you kind of readjust afterwards? I hug my mom. Yeah. I need to be with my mom for her to tell me that I'm good and and my dad too. Like I find it so sad that it's so rare to have parents that are like supportive and and loving. Like I just grew up with so much love. So much love in my in my family. So that's my rock. My parents are my rock. I go back and they remind me that I'm sick. <laughs> and um I journal, I be in my sad. I don't try to like fix it. I just kind of be sad. You have to be sad. You, you have to You have to feel it. You need to feel those emotions and especially with journaling, I feel like that's a good way of it's like you're kind of you're talking to yourself while at the same time hearing it's almost like you're whispering to yourself but you're also hearing kind of you're telling yourself how to solve these things or how to be able to feel what you need to feel mm-hmm. do you I, journal i i go through phases of journaling i have i have a gratitude book where it's like the five minute journal i don't know if you've heard of that no it's you wake up it's like three things i'm grateful for three amazing things that uh, will happen today and then one like daily affirmation so you know three things i'm grateful for it could be like uh, you know this ladybug that popped up in the studio um it's stuff like that and then i also do the kind of journaling where I'll, I have like a blank page and I'll just I'll just write if I'm like I just need to get it out mm. I just need to there's too much bottled up inside I if there's no one around to tell you know if I I, I, like, I call my parents a lot I call my mom my dad I'll call like my sister my brother occasionally as well but sometimes I just need to be with myself and get it out and journaling is like the best way to do that yeah I sometimes when my head is too too full of noise and I'll write it down or I also like in the middle of the night, I'll think of like a little poem and I'll just like write it down. Or mostly what I do is I update my journal, my life. So whenever I'm like a little old lady in my 80s, I can look back at my journal and be like, oh, yeah, I remember I went on this podcast today. Probably write about it. Be in my journal. Yeah. And I just update it on, on my life. And then even like looking back in the next like two years, I, I started journaling when I was at college and I look back and I'm like, I went on a date with that guy. I'm like, oh, my God. Like it's, you, you just forget so much. And. It's weird to look back at your old life. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to uh, to open those pages. Just like you said. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I did no, that no. that day. And then you think back and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I remember that. I was in that headspace at that time. Mm-hmm. Life moves fast, I've realized. It does. I feel like your life has moved very fast within yeah. the last few years. I feel like you're doing so much. You just booked a new movie, by the yes. way. Congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. I saw your your video where you were FaceTiming you yeah. know, your friends and your support, like, support people around you. It seems you have a very, very solid 
you know, foundation of people mm-hmm. that are around you that, um, yeah. that support you. And that, that makes all the difference in the world. Totally. It took a bit. I have had some, some brutal, brutal friendships in the past that have not supported in like, in any way. And so when I would say their success, I would feel bad telling them about my success. Cause I knew it would come out in like an argument. So now that I have like a really good support system, I'm I'm like, I'm very, I'm happy. Cause I didn't for a really long time. I didn't have people around me that were happy for my success. And it's so, so rare to find somebody that's like proud of your success. And yeah, I, I called everybody that I know would be like happy and proud and excited for me. Cause it's a, it's a win. Yeah. And whenever you don't get a lot of wins and I got a win and I had my first fitting today, I just came from it. I'm excited. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm really excited. What can you tell us about the movie? If anything, it's with a, a good group of Canadian actors all successful, all of different ages, and a beautiful story. Beautiful. I'm, I was reading it, and they have, like, these monologues of just, like, real, real stuff. And you never really get monologues. Usually they don't really give you the time to speak your mind. Usually it's just, like, let's go quick with some action, and somebody got some superpowers over here. But, like, yeah. to have somebody sit down and have a monologue and be able to act, it's an acting, like, based movie. And I love those. It's kind of like Goodwill Hunting a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. We were just talking about Goodwill Hunting. I know. Before. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, there's no fluff to. Uh, it sounds like there's no fluff to it. There's no fluff. It's a real. It's an authentic script. Yeah, authentic. it's written and directed by actors who also do like directing and acting and writing and yeah, so they get it. Yeah. They're not making it for big production or they're not making it to satisfy somebody else it's just letting actors work and it's beautiful it's beautiful i'm excited is that something that you've considered doing i know that on your socials you're something i like that you do is you'll post a story and it'll be you got nervous for a second there you'll (laughs) post a story and for example when you were uh, you were away recently in uh, portugal i believe it was correct and you were posting stories of, of people and you would write like you would write what they're what you would give them a story basically and you've been doing that a lot more i've noticed is is kind of writing and directing something that you would like to do down the line totally i think i would want to direct kids oh okay yeah i want the next generation to come up and and i want to help and i want to be a voice in some way i was a choreographer and a director for kids theater back in like when i was in college it feels like such a fever dream but I loved that. I loved being able to help the youngins, you know, and get them like in the acting mind. And I felt confident that I could, I could have some kind of say in the acting world to help them. And yeah, I think I'd want to do kids. Adults is tricky, but I, I would be a, a treat. Like I totally would, but writing is really, really difficult for me. I have a really hard time at, at writing, even though I love like creating little stories about people, I just find people, humans are just so interesting and you can just, you can tell a lot about someone's like shoes or someone's socks. Yeah. Just go and write a story about them. Yeah. I find writing so hard. I don't know why. It's, um, I, I feel like with writing, it's what I've noticed with myself at least is I've 
enjoyed it more and I think I've gotten better at it when I've had more kind of life stories to when I've kind of I've had more experiences and more um, like my writing's gotten stronger when I have a another voice to tell hmm. kind of thing and I don't know I, I think some people like you look at um, you know, Seth Rogen was writing when he was like 13 or 14 like some people are just have it right away but I think the more experience you have working with for like for yourself for example the more experience you have working with these people who are very good at directing very good at writing you'll pick up little things from them and I, I don't know is it the same in acting like when you work with a, an incredible actor do you kind of pick up different like techniques that they might do and bring that into your own yeah when I was working with Ramona, who plays Mona on in Something Is Still Last Night, you'll watch it tonight. I will watch it tonight. There I swear go. on. Actually, I don't want to swear. I don't want to swear on anything. <laughs> like that gets tricky. But right. please go on. Okay. Um. I remember we. So the just the cast and the director and the DOP went. We filmed in Aurelia. I don't know if you guys know where Aurelia is. I know that word. Yeah. In a very small, small town. And so we went like a weekend before the rest of the, the crew came just so we could bond as a family before we started filming. And I remember sitting beside Ramona on the beach and I was like, how is it being an actress? Because I was so new at it. And I was like, how is it being a Canadian actress and like living as an actor for like your whole life? And she just turned to me and she's like, can't tell you it's a different journey for everybody. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. But like, how was it being an actress? Like, I'm so scared. And then I just got to watch her work. And I was so blown away that she's even more talented as an actress than I like ever could have imagined. I just watched. I just watched. And as an actor, one of the best advice I have gotten as an actor is make your scene partner look good. Take yourself out of the equation. Just make your scene partner look good. And I remember just being so focused and on Ramona that I, I, I forgot about everything. I just forgot and I was so lost in it. And that's, it's the best feeling in the entire world being lost in a scene. But man, she just made me, yeah, she made me learn so much about acting and yeah, being able to like add the stuff that she's taught me has been really helpful. And just watching, watching actors work too is really helpful. Watching films, I love just going by myself. I don't like going with other people to watch films because I can just like, my acting brain, I just kind of look at everything else and I don't want to care about other people. Um, acting, yeah, watching people act is super helpful. Also theater, like live theater. I went with my dad last year to a, a play and I watched this one girl do like a 10 minute monologue on stage. And I'm like, I want to do that. What the heck? A 10 minute monologue? And you could you have everybody's attention being able to keep that cool but yeah do you you watch and you note you take notes on everybody or no um like if i'm if i'm on a set or well you're if, you're a little bit more confusing because you have like 15 <laughs> different hats that you're putting on a little bit yeah do you have a favorite i don't know my it, it depends like i have a i have a favorite hat depending on what i'm doing at the time um <clears throat> excuse me recently i've been on a lot more sets lately and i've just been enjoying that can we can we talk about <laughs> your music video <laughs> we can talk Sam, about it congratulations thank you that's a big win thank you yeah it was um it was crazy did you get a phone call no not even i was i was out for coffee one day 
with my friend Josh Willick, who's a director. Shout out, Josh. And Josh had, we met up and he asked me kind of right off the bat. He's like, hey, weird question. I feel like I know the answer. Do you want to be in a Drake music video? And I was like, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, okay, cool. Send me like a headshot of you and we're going to like pile a few of them up and send them to the director and he's going to kind of handpick who he wants to be in the video. And yada, yada, yada. I ended up being picked by the director to be in the video. And it was just kind of like a, like a DM from my friend who's a producer. He's like, yeah, okay, you're going to be the video, like expect an email address for like, you know, call sheet and everything. And then we got there on set. Drake wasn't there. That's what people were asking me. was like, was Drake there? Did you meet Drake? Jake wasn't there that day. And uh, it was like we were background actors. We were all like kind of wearing like a dog mask. And then they were like, okay, this guy's going to be the bulldog. Like the, he, this guy, the hero is what the term was. And I was like, okay, cool. And then as we kind of got shooting, I'm like, oh, wait, the camera's on me in every scene. That's cool, Sam. I, it was crazy. And my little sister was like, uh, they couldn't see your, they couldn't see uh, my beautiful Sam's face. No. That's what she called me. That's what she said. It was cute. Um, but yeah, it, it was, that was cool. That was, that was a very cool experience. I feel like the hat that I want to wear the most, I like being on set. I realized that recently. I like to kind of take charge on set. I guess so directing Directing, that would be, yeah. I, we were filming um, one of our projects we had to do for school, like a big final project um, with Kit, uh, where he's put up against a pro kicker and he does a very good job, might I say. Way to go, Kit. And that day... I, I was I was producing that video, so I didn't have much of a like I just kind of set it all up, and you know director our director Ewan, it's his his job is to kind of be like okay we're gonna do this 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 and that and let's make this shot look like that, and I kind of ended up following Ewan around all day and I was like in his ear about oh let's do this too as well and so that was I realized recently like that is what I I enjoy doing a lot, but there's also a part of me that loves being in front of the camera. Yeah. So I don't know. If I could wear like 13 hats at once, that's what I would do. There's Stack a lot the of hats. actors that are directors too. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you should be an actor. Thank but I'm, you. But I'm biased. I want you to be like in the in the group. Yeah. That means a lot coming from you though for someone who's such a such a talented, successful well, actor. Well, I don't know. Well. You never see me act. <laughs> hey, whoa. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I've seen TikToks. I've seen I've seen self tapes on TikTok that you post, but that was a crazy call out. I have to say that's uh, that, that's yeah, fair. My bad. My bad. That's okay. Um, Tonight will be different. Yes, it will. After I finish my paper, it's I one of those. Know, I want to know your thoughts though. Okay, sure. I want like detailed thoughts. I see. I'm the kind of person that I, if you send me some of your work, I'm gonna be a little bit. I'm gonna give you some criticism. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna be like, "This is what I like. This is what I didn't like. This is what I want you to do the same to me." Okay. Some people get butthurt when I give them like the the notes, and they're just like, "Oh, I didn't ask for that." But it makes you better. Yeah, you, know? you have to be able to take feedback. Right? Give me some feedback tonight. Okay, I'll give you some feedback. Absolutely. Okay. Do you take feedback well? I feel like you yeah, take feedback. Yeah, I want well. feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, that's how you get better. Exactly. That's what you did in school. Like your professors would be like, "I like this. I didn't like this. Fix this." And I got that. I'm like, okay. And now when it's just me and a camera and a reader and I'm, I just send off my tape and I'm like, I don't know if, I don't know. I want some feedback, but you never get feedback. And, but a callback is feedback. Yeah, that's true. Booking is feedback. So you just never know. You just send a tape thinking that you're never going to hear from it. And then you do. And then, and then here we are. Yeah. 
But being on set is the best feeling in the entire world. Yeah, I really like it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on a set this weekend as well. <gasps> Sam, for what? My, You're booked and busy, huh? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Oh, kid, I, I, I won't be able to watch Sunday football with you. I'll be on a set. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Um, I'll come over, Kip. <laughs> there you go. I know nothing about football than Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. There you go. That's all you need to know, according to social media. Yeah. I know the percentages of everything, too. Like, he does better when she's there. Yeah. He's a handsome lad. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. And his brother was a nominee for Sexiest Man of the Year, or Sexiest Man Alive, I think. His personality. Yeah. Well, not that he's not... But have you seen his brother? I have seen his brother. Yeah. Have you seen the podcast? I've seen clips. I've seen clips, yeah. His personality, that's what they did for him? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Oh. They, yeah, he has a, they're both just so inviting. I feel yeah. like I'm part of the family a little bit. <laughs> Paige Kelsey. There we go. <laughs> I don't know how to throw a football. My dad taught me once how to spiral it, and I was like nine, so. And then he lost it? Or? Yeah, I'd want to kick it. I feel like I'd be a good, what is that? What's that one that kicks it? The kicker. Oh, <laughs> big name. <laughs> I'm sure you'd be a good kicker. Yeah. Yeah. I love sports, so I'll be able to figure it out. Okay, good. I feel like you asked me something right before the whole tra- the Travis Kelsey. Oh, Sunday. You being on set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, a friend of mine is producing a short, and I was like, I, I met up with him for a coffee. He was like, hey, we're going to produce a short uh, later in November. You know, do you want to come in? Wait, yeah. when was this? This was... This, uh, it was before you and I went to that cafe and they took pictures okay. and videos for social media yes. and never posted them. I looked at it too. Me too. I looked at it today. <laughs> I, I looked at it. I was like, all of a sudden, you know when things just come on your your brain? I'm like, did they ever post? They never, never posted, posted the it. photos. What are they doing? Why are they gatekeeping it on their phone? I don't know. I guess we They just, were sick photos. They were good photos. Yeah. So Paige and I... Um, Went out for a coffee. It would have been, I think, early October. And we were at, it was Forget Me Not Cafe on Adelaide Street. And we were there for, you know, a good uh, good amount of time. And the social media person, or the person working there who happens to be logged into the socials, I don't think it's really, I don't think there's a hierarchy of, uh, you know, employment at a cafe. She said, hey, do you guys want to be, like, on our Instagram? I was like, we were like, okay, sure, no problem. So they took, like, candid pictures and candid videos of us just conversing and mm-hmm. drinking our coffee. You actually didn't get anything I that day. I never got a coffee. I sat down and we just didn't move. Yeah. And I had my blueberry scone and my cappuccino. You did, and I had a little bite of the blueberry scone. It's a good scone. It's a good scone. And, uh, yeah, so those po- pictures were never posted. They never got posted. Never posted. Curious, though. Yeah. We probably looked sick. I guess so. But she had asked us, do you want me to send them to you? And we were like, oh, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, but at this point, maybe we should have gone like, sure. There was know. one shot with a bike, and the bike looked cool. Kate, continue <laughs> about you being on set. Yes, my friend is producing a short this weekend, and I will be a, uh, a background character in that. Do you have lines? As well. I don't think so. I don't know. I might. I think there's only like four of us who are background characters, and I know like one or two of them have lines. Maybe I'll just speak. Yeah. Yeah. Move up, get yeah. a, go from an extra to a principal actor yeah. just by saying a few lines. Yeah, they'll be like, who's this guy, though? Yeah, and then your career takes off. Exactly, yeah. You never know. Yeah. I I always think back at the commercial that you did where you had the, the accent. Oh, the cowboy accent? Dude, you got to be an actor. <laughs> You're guessing me up too much. I don't think <laughs> I've ever had a, a guest guess me up as much. I do my research before I coming on to anything. Thank you. Yeah. As do I. A, 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 heavy, oh, hand, a heavy hand, a heavy hand in research, but um, 
Yeah, no, I, I've since I was young, that's always what I've like deep down. I've it's been it's the it's that gut feeling. You know when your gut is always right? Yeah. It's the gut feeling. My gut feeling has always been, oh, I want to act. I'm so, happy to hear that. Thank you, yeah. And I feel like I'm I'm slowly taking I guess a different approach to it because I'm you know, I'm doing this stuff on camera. I'm making these skits, but it's not I'm not taking the I feel like what is the traditional approach of like you get an agent you you know get sent to auditions like i don't know why i haven't taken that step i've been like i've spoken to some people and i've gotten like some people be like yeah sure do this like do this audition tape and send it to me and my i've i'm i've pushed it back but it's not that i've pushed it back because i didn't want to do it i've pushed it back i think i've like i've prioritized like school or work or whatever else because I don't really know how to like actually, I don't know the process of sitting down and doing an audition tape. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think you were telling me like you got to get the ring light and backdrop with no color stuff like that. But yeah, I just kind of gotta, I just gotta dive in. I gotta. You're do writing it. your own story. Yeah. With social media too, it's just a different world that we're living in. You don't have to go to school for it. You don't have to get an agent all that much like you obviously still need a manager or an agent to do anything but you're writing your own story and i think it's more fascinating than the traditional route and you're putting out stuff that like supports you in the creative realm too it's not like what the what is he, what is he doing here like it it builds you up yeah. a little bit yeah and it lets you be creative too and that's just what you need you got to use your creative mind how yeah. lucky are we to have creative minds yeah and we're passionate we are yeah it's uh it helps it helps definitely people that don't have a passion or a dream i'm like oh my gosh my heart that's one of my biggest fears is is f- like not being passionate about acting anymore not being passionate about anything like losing that because it's so special was there ever a point where you had gone too long without booking anything that you were like like what's going on like is this what i'm should i do something else like yeah yeah all the time i'm still like oh it's just such a fragile thing um yeah when i don't when i don't book when i don't audition i'm like i just don't know how long i can i can keep up with the 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 silence like it's the silence that gets me i pour everything of of what I am into a self-tape and I love my self-tape I'm always so proud of my self-tapes I work with my friend Nick and he helps me he challenges me and I like that and then I submit it and I'm proud of it and then nothing and then silence and then I'm like and truthfully it has quite literally nothing to do with you at all you probably crushed that self-tape you probably did an excellent job it's just you were too young and that's it. And I'm still trying to take myself like out of it. And there's a, a quote that Nicki Minaj says one time, and she's like to a little girl. And she was like, you have to know who you are outside of your career. And uh, so many times I've only f- been focused on my career and I forgot to live. And then only recently somebody pointed it out and they're just like, okay, but yeah, you have to start a career and you have to build your career up, but like you're forgetting to live and you're forgetting to love. And I'm like, oh, shoot. So, yeah, it's it's a fine line, but all the time. Dude, I I went from 12 years old to 20 without booking a single thing. 
That's a long time. That's, That's a long years. time. Yeah. I didn't realize that I could be on set. I thought acting was auditions, and I loved it. And I loved it. Now auditions are like a little bit scarier because you got rent to pay and chicken to buy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I went a year and a half recently without booking, and now I just did. And am I number one on the call sheet? Nope. Am I going to be on set for three days? Absolutely. And I'm pumped about that. Just being present and getting to create a character. And yeah, it's, it's the best feeling. But I question every single day if I'm in the right place or if I did the right thing. And I don't want to think about it too much because then I just spiral. But yeah, I'm here and um, I'm talented and I'm banking on my talent and I'm banking on myself. And it's the only thing I can do. Yeah, that's probably the the number one thing you should do too. Yeah, I feel like having yeah. that confidence is it means everything. Everything. Yeah, like when I send in my audition, I'm like, I know I'm, I'm the best actor. I'm the best actor that they're gonna see, yeah. and that's just my goal for it. Even though it might not be, but in my mind, I'm the best actor you're gonna see. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the same way you should look at. I feel like that's how people should look at any career, like applying for a job or like I'm the best candidate. Yeah, whether they take me or not. I'm the best. They're yeah. them not taking me as I'm losing out on well, who would have been the hardest worker kind of thing. Confidence. Yeah. How'd you learn your confidence? Oh, wow. Um, how'd I learn my confidence? Uh, I think the support of other people. I, anytime I recently, I've been doing more stuff, um, more interviews with people, and I kind of text my mom before. I'm like, like any words of encouragement before I kind of go and do this. And her answer is always, you're Sam Bird. And that means, like, just me. I, I, that's her way of saying, like, this is what you do. Like, you are authentically, you just go be you and do what you know and think is right and what you want to do. Whatever you choose that is the right thing to do, you'll be doing that the best you can and that'll help in whatever you're doing um so but that definitely like my my mom my dad like just people who have been supportive have kind of told me like oh yeah i am that guy yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. i hate that we have we have one minute and 15 seconds left no, before we, we kick to the studio yeah we do do we have to get kicked out yeah there's a show that's in here right after us <laughs> doesn't that suck in in 30 seconds, can you tell me who is Paige outside of acting? Um, she's a listener. She's curious. Um, she cares a lot about other people, but she always puts herself first. She loves her parents. She loves silence. And um, she's a sick actor. <laughs> You nailed it. You nailed that even in 20 seconds. That was perfect. I don't know what else to say. That was great, though. I bashful. think you, you said a lot today, and uh, I know I speak on behalf of Kit and myself and everybody who's listening. We really appreciate you being here today. I think you had a lot to offer. I really appreciate you having me. Anytime. I think you have one of the coolest minds that I've ever met. Thank you. Yeah. That's Kit, so nice. You didn't say a single word, so. <laughs> just <Next> producing. Time. <laughs> <laughs> He's just working on the cameras. Next time. Thanks for having me, Sam. Thank you, Paige. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I have 12 seconds here. We'll be back next week at 5 o'clock on spiritlive.ca. This has been uh, Paige Evans. Paige, thank you again. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. We have such soothing voices, don't I we? I think so, too. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Ooh, ASMR. <laughs>
it's like a dream of mine to to sure. completely blow out and like have to restructure my knee. We've communicated yeah. and said, you know what? Lion tastes good. Let's go get some more lion. Cindy! The TV's leaking! McLovin? Yeah. Today is Thomas Cup's birthday, and this is Project X. Yo, 